Welcome. You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and head of mindfulness for Shoreline Meditation App. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. If these meditations support you and your practice, please consider donating to the show to support its continued growth, new offerings, and its ever-expanding team. You can find the link in today's show notes or simply visit merylarnett.com and click on podcast. All right, y'all, let's practice. I'm glad to be with you guys tonight. Thanks for making time on a holiday week. You know, and I was thinking, I'm starting to sort of plan out the first part of the year. And I realized, you know, originally this class, like I recorded it on Monday and it aired on the podcast on Thursday. And then in 2022, or maybe a little earlier than that, I've, I created a bit of space. So it would class would happen on Monday and it would air the following Thursday. And it just gave me a little bit of, of wiggle room for editing and stuff. But now I'm like a month out. And by January, I think I'm going to be like, like, this isn't going to air till the end of December. So it's a holiday week for us, but I think it might actually end up being a holiday week for podcast listeners too, which is kind of cool. And we're talking about time, which feels in short supply, especially at the holidays. And we're going to talk about something really crazy tonight. But first, I have to start with a preface, which is this. Remember I said and have said numerous times how I love physics, but like I barely got through physics 101. Do you remember me saying this? The part of me that doesn't understand physics is rearing its ugly head. I made a mistake last week (laughs) as I was rereading the chapter uh, over the weekend, I was like, I said this wrong. So let me correct it. And it's going to be important for tonight. So last week, the wording that I used was When we are moving, time moves faster. And when we are still, time moves slower. Remember, that is incorrect. And I'm very sorry. I like extrapolated where I should not have extrapolated because I don't understand physics. The correct explanation that's really important is when we are moving, time contracts. When we are moving, time contracts. Okay. And this is important for today. So I want to just clarify. It's not that time speeds up. That is incorrect. Time contracts when we are moving. Okay. Okay. So as you know, me and my good friend, Carlo Ravelli, the Italian physicist, are journeying through time. And I was with him and really digging this book until I got to chapter three, which is titled The End of Now. And then like a page in, the heading is, what is it? I wrote it down. (laughs) Now means nothing. Okay? Now means nothing. And I am like, what the heck? I literally have spent a decade teaching about now and how important now is and how we need to come into the now and be here now. And this physicist that I quite admire and I really trust is very smart, just told me, 
that there's an end to now and now means nothing. So this is what we're going to explore this evening. And, and I'll explain it as best I can what he explains, and then we'll look at it through the lens of meditation. So the explanation is this. Imagine that your best friend moves to Pluto and is on Pluto, which is years and years and years and years and years and years and a light year away from us. And you pick up the phone, you say, hey girl, how you doing? What are you doing right now? And when we actually think about that sentence, what we learn is that question makes no sense. We cannot ask somebody a light year away from us, what are you doing right now? Because whose now are we talking about? When is that now occurring? Last week, we talked about there's no universal objective time, right? Time is relational. It's relative to the who and the where. Now is even more so. Now is an unbelievably deeply personal experience. And it's, we're close. We're not in the same room, but we're on the same continent. And we're looking at each other for the most part on our screens. But even this, right? You're like seeing me move my head and I'm like gesturing with my hand down here beneath the screen. And even this is nanoseconds from when I'm doing it to when you're seeing it, right? The sound from my voice, nanoseconds until it's entering your ears so that my now, what I'm saying right now actually is happening for you at a different time. And vice versa. I get that this is a nitpicky version of now, but I think it opens up some really interesting questions and maybe freedoms for our meditation practice. When I was thinking about it, I was reminded of Dr. Rick Hansen, who's a meditation teacher. He wrote Buddha's Brain and Neurodharma. And when he talks about now, he always describes it as the edge of now. And I just in this exploration realize really what he's saying is stop thinking about now like a static moment, right? We're not saying plop here, don't move, nothing changes, hold your breath, right? Because now is not static. It is this ever expanding, like tipping in to the next now and the next now and the next now. And now you hear where that correction I made is so important. When we're moving, time contracts. So what happens when we're still? Time expands. And we're talking about, through meditation, landing in a present moment, a personal present moment, which is a never-ending expansion of now. Right? And I, I even actually really want to go one step further tonight. I think we have time for this. 
The next scientific fact that I want to layer into our conversation and our exploration is that the universe is made up of events, not things. The universe is made up of events, not things. Normally we would think of, you know, a thing is something that like persists in time at like a, you know, picture frame, right? It's just here through time. And an event is a kiss. It happens and it's gone, right? And what quantum physics is showing us is that everything, everything is an event. The quintessential thing is the stone, a stone, right? The series, the steadiness of stones really should be called the unsteadiness of stones because a stone too is an event. It's just a very, very long one, right? It's a long event that starts with heat and compression and gradually shifts into abrasion and erosion and over time changes. So this invitation I'll read to you find the right page. Oh yeah. So this is what the author Carlo Rovelli writes as he's talking about the universe being made up of events. The entire evolution of science would suggest that the best grammar for thinking about the world is that of change, not of permanent, not of being, but of becoming, not of being, but of becoming. We are events, right? A whole series of them. They don't persist through time. We persist for a time as a series of events. And so if we think about, on the one hand, we have this very personal edge of now, expansion of now, And we know that now is an experience of events, not things. I wonder if you feel, I do, if you feel that this shifts a little bit the way you think of yourself as a meditator and your meditation practice. Because if we're a perpetual event, a change constantly happening, and the moment itself is like this ever-expanding, opening thing, it makes so much less sense to think of fixing ourselves or expecting our practice to be a certain way or feel a certain way, like I'm trying to achieve something. We can't really achieve something in the midst of change, right? We don't even know what we're becoming. And, it, and I think maybe this gives us some space in our practice. So the end of now, I don't think that this is saying There's not a now to be present for at all. I do think it's an invitation to to let go of the grip we have on what we think we're doing. 
let go of the grip we have on what we think we're doing. So, so often, especially when I talk with private clients, I find like there's all this expectation around the practice. Waking up at a certain time and I'm meditating this many minutes and then I'm doing my journaling and I'm, I'm going to add to it. So by the end of the year, instead of meditating for 20 minutes, I'm meditating for 40 minutes. It, beautiful, lovely, and also we're in the middle of a moment that A, is personal to me and personal to you. And B is made entirely of change. And what happens if we let ourselves like drop into that without like reaching forward for the next thing or making it look a certain way? I really want our, this exploration of time this relationship to time, my hope is that it creates freedom. And as I was reading this book, you know, the, it's divided into three parts. And the first part is like, these are the scientific truths about time. And the second part is like, well, now that you know time doesn't exist, <laughs> where do we go from here? And I sort of love that. Right? Like now that we know the present moment isn't the perfect desert island that you got to figure out how to get onto. Right? It's just here when we sit still, because when we sit still, time expands and the present moment is indeed an expansion. We don't have to get anywhere. And, and nothing, nothing that I have read talks about the experience of now. Nothing has said, it looks like this. It feels like this. It sounds like this. This is how you know you're there. Doesn't exist because your now doesn't exist for me. How can I tell you what it looks like? Your now only exists for you. So don't let anybody, anybody, tell you what now is supposed to look like, especially in your meditation practice. Instead, we sit still. We allow time to expand. And we enter into our own relationship with it. Now is deeply personal. And so we will meditate now and you'll have your experience of what this expansion feels like. Yeah? So we're going to take a minute to get comfortable. And as you come into your seat, move around for a second. Right? Create some space for yourself and your body let go of all the concepts that we've just been trying to grasp because they are heady, complicated. 
And as much as we might want to grab hold of these ideas and chew on them and turn them around and understand them, this is a practice of just letting yourself be. And so we drop ourselves into a comfortable seat. And if you choose to close your eyes, feel free to do so. And if that doesn't feel quite right, as always, you take a soft gaze down towards the ground. And together, we take a deep inhale in. Exhale out a sigh. Let's just do that again, inhaling deeply. Exhaling out a sigh. Allowing your breath just to flow. And silently saying to yourself, Now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And we let those words be our invitation. An invitation to shift from doing and movement into a place of stillness. And in stillness, we set our bodies just so. So that we're able to open up into this expansion of now. And so the first thing you do is allow yourself to really sit. Notice all the little ways that you hold yourself up and see how much of that you can let go. Allowing yourself to relax fully into the chair or cushion beneath you. We allow our spine to be tall, and dropping the shoulder blades back and down. Lifting through the top of the head. We soften through the muscles of the face. 
the muscles in the chest. And the muscles in the belly. And gradually you begin to turn your awareness towards your breath. Noticing every inhale as an expansion. And every exhale as a connection to center. Inhales as expansion. Exhales at center. And perhaps we begin to sense the expansion of time around us. In the way you're particular now, is an ever-expanding edge. An edge within new experience, a multitude of events. without any need to fix them, change them or judge them. Because they're still becoming. We don't know what it all means. where it will lead or what will happen next. And so we stay still. We focus entirely on the flow of the breath. experience this edge of now. 
sit together about eight minutes in silence here.
Feeling your breath here. Feeling the expansive edge of now. Your now. And as we linger in this place of becoming rather than being, notice how time feels for you here. Allow your breath to deepen. Very gradually, begin to wiggle your fingers and your toe. When you're ready, you'll draw in a deeper inhale, breathing in. And when you feel ready, opening up your mouth, letting go of a sigh. Taking all the time you need to let go of your practice, to blink your eyes open once again. Thank you, my friends. Thanks for listening to the Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, please consider leaving me a review wherever you get your podcast. It really helps others to find this show. To learn more about my live classes, virtual meditation retreats, my meditation app Shoreline, or to make a donation to the show, please visit MerylArnett.com. Thanks again. I'll see you next week.